Monday, y'all. Monday, May 2nd, 2022. And welcome to another episode of the study session. It's episode number 305 here. And I am dedicating one session to each of the draft picks, to each of the undrafted rookie free agents here in the next couple of weeks. Probably going to be a lot of double shots coming your way. Just to make sure not only you're informed, but I'm informed about these players so that I know what the hell I'm talking about when I'm bringing you your Steelers content. As always, want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening to my work, reading it, sharing it with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can do that in one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which I do just that. Get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I will be recording this week to recap the Steelers draft. Jim has covered the Steelers since 1995. He's super knowledgeable and insightful. You want to check it out. It's linked in the show notes. So today we are going to talk George Pickens. We already talked Kenny Pickett last week. So we're going to talk about George. Let's talk about George. And I heard, I forget where, maybe on the depot, Dave Bryan and Alex Gazora talking about the picket to Pickens connection that potentially could develop here. All the marketing, shimmery shininess that's on that possibility is exciting. But George Pickens. Selected in the second round at pick number 52. And the Steelers address their wide receiving core. The first of two wide receiver picks. I'll be honest with you, I did not spend a lot of time studying Pickens in the draft pre-draft process. Though when reading the different mock drafts that were out there, I believe that Ray Fittipaldo at one time had him mocked to the Steelers in the second round. I believe that Alex Kazora had him mocked to the Steelers in the second round. So he was a name that continued to show up time and time again as landing with the Steelers. Now this is a world-class talent and the reason that he fell to the second round is because he had an ACL tear in March of 2021 and had it not been for that injury, this guy probably would have been a top 10 drafted player so the ACL really set him back and what really stands out about this guy is that rather than packing it in and saying all right I'm just going to get healthy get ready for the draft start my professional career this guy committed himself to the rehab process got himself healthy and was able to return for the national title game when his Georgia Bulldogs took on Alabama a game in which the Bulldogs won. Pickens caught a 52-yard bomb in that game and showed that he is resilient. He could battle through adversity. He's able to bounce back from an injury. And that really impressed 
the Steelers coaching staff. Kevin Colbert talked about that in his post-draft press conference. So that was one of the things that endeared him to this team. So there were concerns about that injury, and that's what pushed him down into the second round. But this is a player who the Steelers coveted, and when he was on the board, when they selected, obviously everything else is history. We know what happened. He was selected, and now he is a Pittsburgh Steeler. So what can we talk about in terms of Pickens? What does he bring to the table? Well, he is a guy who doesn't have the elite speed like the Calvin Austin does, their fourth-round selection, but he... He's not slow by any stretch of the imagination. And he's 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 like a tweener. He's like right on the cusp of elite speed. But he's not quite there. However, he can get behind defenders consistently. But the thing that really stands out about Pickens, nine times out of ten, if the ball is within his vicinity, and it doesn't even have to be a great throw, He's got the catch radius, the focus and the concentration in chaos and in traffic to get his hands on the football and to pull it in for a reception. He has very strong hands, and if you get the ball near him, he's catching it. This may sound a bit ridiculous, but Jamar Chase out of LSU played for the Bengals, plays for the Bengals. That's who this guy reminds me of. I'm going to temper my enthusiasm that he's going to have the type of season that Chase had last year. That would be phenomenal. But that's what his body type and how he moves on the field, that's what it reminds me of. He's a physical guy, even though he does need to add strength and some size onto his frame. And the other thing that I really value about him and some people might say this is a negative he's aggressive he is a competitor he's not going to take any stuff and sure that has drawn some personal fouls it's it's hindered his team a bit i think he was even suspended for a game but as i said on an earlier either session or still study podcast You can't teach someone to be aggressive. You can't. You could rein it in and teach them to control it, but you're not going to teach somebody to have the killer instinct. Pickens has that killer instinct. So it's a matter now of the coaching staff shaping that, molding that, and getting him in a position where he's able to utilize it and apply it to the football field in a way that's going to benefit this team. And year one... He's going to get the snaps. He's going to be involved in this offense. He's going to be wide receiver number three. They're going to give him opportunities to develop a rapport with Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett, whomever's going to be the starter. And they're going to take shots down the field with him. And if he can establish some confidence with these QBs, then they're going to trust Pickens to just throw it up and give him the opportunity to come down with it in a 50-50 situation. So Pickens automatically upgrades this wide receiver room, makes it a more talented group. I've heard some discussions about, well, how does Pickens compare to Juju? 
they're different types of players. They're they're both physical, but really, Pickens is the more athletic, more explosive receiver. He's more of your natural X outside receiver, your primary target, your number one. If everything pans out to his potential, Pickens could be the Steelers' wide receiver one for many years to come. But there's a lot of things he's going to have to overcome. He doesn't run the full route tree, so he's got to become a bit more multiple and versatile in his routes. He's got to get a little bit stronger. He's got to rein in that competitiveness in a positive way. And he's got to stay healthy. If he could do all those things, if he shows that he's coachable, if he makes good decisions, this could be a pick that we're talking about several years from now as being a home run in Kevin Colbert's final draft before he retired. And don't discount this. The Steelers are excellent when it comes to drafting wide receivers. They have some type of formula formula or algorithm that nine times out of ten works out. So we should have confidence and faith that Pickens is going to be a contributor to the Steelers' offense in 2022. So there you have it. George Pickens, wide receiver, out of Georgia. Athletic, explosive, nearly elite speed. He is your wide receiver number three with the potential to be your number one. And he is your new Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver. And studying! Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 305 here on this Monday, May 2nd, 2022. Again, a lot more coming your way. Going to be profiling all these players, talking about them at length so you can get to know them going to be important to know these guys heading into training camp. Next up will be the Marvin Leal, defensive tackle out of Texas A&M. That's coming your way. And then any news that transpires during this week, if Mason Rudolph happens to get cut, which I think is a very real possibility, I'll be covering all that. So stay tuned. All the player profiles will be coming your way. I got up through the Marvin Leal. Give me some time. I still do have a full-time job right now, but this is a passion of mine, so I'll be bringing it to you. We can connect one of three ways. Comment directly on the articles. Hit me up. Email thestillstudy at gmail.com. Connect with me on Twitter. Check out the podcast that I do with Wexel. Like I said, new episode coming this week sometime. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Make it a phenomenal week, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.